welcome to another edition of the UK Law Weekly podcast with me, Marcus Cleaver. This week we're going to be looking at the case of the Crown on the application of Ismail and the Secretary of State for the Home Department. The citation for this case is 2016 UKSC 37. Now in order to fully understand the context of this case we have to go way back to February 2006 where there was an Egyptian ferry disaster which resulted in the deaths of more than a thousand people. The subsequent investigation showed that the accident was entirely preventable and that arguably the ferry shouldn't have even been on the water in the first place and certainly shouldn't have been carrying that many passengers. So later on in 2006, the chairman of the ferry company, Mamadou Ismail, is charged with manslaughter, but he had already fled to the UK in April 2006. The trial still took place in Egypt in absentia, and Ismail was at first acquitted. However, in March 2009, the prosecution successfully appealed the acquittal, and Mamadou Ismail was sentenced to seven years with hard labour. In October 2010, Egypt asked the Home Secretary of the UK, which at the time was Theresa May, to serve the judgment, but Ismail made a number of legal objections to this. Eventually, in June 2012, Ismail applied for judicial review against the decision to serve him with the judgment from Egypt, and this was successful in March 2013. This particular case concerns the judicial review, and in particular looks at the Crime International Cooperation Act 2003, and in particular the application of Article 6 of the European Convention on Human Rights. The reason that Article 6 has particular relevance to this case is because of the possible political influences on the trial. Mamadou Ismail was well connected in Egypt in the former regime under Hosni Mubarak, and there are questions over whether the trial of himself was politically motivated, which would cast a question over the judgment and the sentence of seven years with hard labour. Now, Ismail is entitled to European Convention of Human Rights Protection because he is currently present in the UK, and obviously the UK is a signatory to the convention. So it doesn't matter that the trial itself took place in Egypt, and this is where the case is mainly based, The fact that Ismail is in the UK at the moment entitles him to that protection. However, in this final UK appeal, the Supreme Court decided unanimously in favour of the Home Department and against Mamadou Ismail. Lord Kerr gave the sole judgment and he pointed out that serving a judgment is generally a purely administrative procedure that does not alter the legal position of the person being served and this meant that Article 6 is not engaged. And they spoke more widely and talked about how, under the Crime International Cooperation Act 2003, serving a judgment generally won't be seen as engaging Article 6, because it is that purely administrative fact. They said there might be some cases where it's more closely linked with the enforcement of the judgment, and that could create concerns. But generally speaking, serving a judgment doesn't alter a person's legal position, and that's the important fact here. In terms of whether this judgment is correct or not, I think it's a little bit questionable. Obviously, the Home Secretary does have a certain amount of discretion under the relevant Act to consider Article 6 factors, and the reality of the situation is that even though this is a purely administrative act of serving someone with a judgment, it does directly affect Mamadou Ismail's 
um, options in terms of whether he appeals that um, sentence against him or whether he chooses to remain in the UK and possibly face extradition proceedings. I know that a lot of people would perhaps be emotionally attached to this case and say that Mr Ismail definitely should be forced to go back to Egypt and face um, the trial and also the punishment for the deaths of those 1,000 people who died on the ferry in 2006. But that's not really the question in surrounding this case. We have to think of it more broadly and consider that serving judgments and working with foreign governments to ensure that justice is done however that may come across is an important part of diplomatic relations between the UK and a wide range of foreign governments and that's something that we have to think about more widely. I hope you've enjoyed this episode of UK Law Weekly. Thanks as ever to bensound.com for providing the theme music and have a great day. Thanks for listening. Bye.